Support for Paradox comes from the Timothy Center, a place for adolescent and family healing. The Timothy Center is a marriage and family counseling facility in Austin, Texas, offering distance consultations for those that live outside the Austin area. If your family is struggling and you'd like to consult with Jimmy, Josh, or one of their trained professionals, visit them at timothycenter.com. I would say don't be afraid to step outside of the box. Don't be afraid to define what your family needs and to step away from what society tells you you need. There's so many ways to learn, and school and the way they do it is just one way. And I would also say that I really feel, and I really learned this through our years homeschooling, you are really your child's primary teacher in those early years, no matter what. Recording live from Austin, Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a paradox. Guys, welcome to Paradox. I'm Josh. I'm Jimmy, and uh, we are really excited today. Absolutely. We have heard, now you guys have heard uh, Julie Lau's car. Um, We interviewed her several months ago now. Um, and Julie introduced us to our guest today, and she could not have more positive things to say about her. So we couldn't be more excited to have Natalie Hansen on the show today. Natalie, thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so Natalie blogs at natonawall.com. Tell us a little bit about your blog. Well, um, it's a place where I uh, like to tell about things I do with my children, sort of our uh, educational expeditions, as I say. Um, I, I started the blog um, a few years ago um, as sort of an expansion on social media as far as sharing a little bit of my life in Twitter and Instagram. And the blog was just sort of a natural expansion of, of that to be able to tell a little more about um, me and, and what I like to do. And you say educational expeditions. What do you mean by that? Uh, just focusing on getting out and, and learning with your children. I've spent the last five years homeschooling and, and doing that just really lit a fire in me of how fun and, and it can be to share, get out and really share experience with, with your children and make that really in, incorporate your learning um, into being out together. So that's sort of what I um, show on my blog. And so your last name is Hanson. Now you're not just any Hanson. Tell us about your husband. I guess not. I'm not any Hanson. Um, no, my husband is Taylor Hanson, so he's one of the Hanson brothers, the band. And, yeah, he, he makes our life uh, very interesting. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they continue to do music, correct? They have not. They have continued to do after Mbop, right? Yes, absolutely. They still tour. <laughs> they still record. And actually, um, even since then, the, the plate's really even fuller. They sort of expanded into, we have, now have a beer company and um, several other little projects here and there. So, yeah, they're they're all over. <laughs> That's fantastic. And they did, God, there was some band recently, uh, this might have been six months ago, but they were doing, uh, they were collaborating with several bands from the 90s. And I think that they, I saw them on the Today Show at some point. Do you remember that? Oh, okay. Yes, I remember that. That was that was my husband, and he had a side project for a while. It's called Tented Windows. Um, it was Adam okay. Schlesinger and um, Bunny Carlos um, from Cheap Trick was yes, the drummer, yes, yes, and yes, yes, um, yes, James yes. Eha, so from Smashing Pumpkins, and that was super fun. I got to jump around and and hang out with those guys quite a bit, and it was really fun. <laughs> 
Um, when you have something, because I, I want to get back to your blog here in a sec, but when when you have that kind of not, that type of notoriety and that kind of fame, uh, where everybody knows who your dad is, um, the pressure of of groupies and fandom and all that that comes with it. How do you keep um, a sense of normalcy with your children? That you know, you know, no, we're just regular folks. Uh, this just happens to be what dad does. But how do you keep them from, you know, sort of getting a big head that uh, they're in some way super special because of who their dad is? Sure. Well, um, you know, I actually, Taylor's parents actually set such a great example with how to manage all of that. I, I thank her all the time for the man that she raised me, my husband. But even when they were in the height of the fame and everything like that, um, they were still very much expected to be a part of their family. They're actually, there's three brothers in the band, but there's seven siblings altogether. And they were all traveling together and they all kept the family together very intentionally to sort of preserve, you know, that sense of normalcy and to keep priorities in order. And so I've really just followed their lead as far as we're, we still just live a very family centered life. We're all very close to the cousins and the, you know, his parents and the big family. And so, you know, we, we relate to that in that way to each other and we serve each other in love. And as far as the rest of the world, um, you know, so funny things happen all the time where, you know, oh, your dad, this and that. I will say uh, one advantage of having, starting having children so young, having Ezra so young, was we're really not the same age as most of his uh, friend's parents. So there's a little bit of a gap there where the there's a little lack of recognition, and that's kind of been a good safety net for Ezra. Absolutely. Most likely, that's true. Um, listen, back to your blog real quick. Where are, some, where are some places that you've gone with your kids that you've had these kind of learning experiences? Oh, gosh, Oliver. Well, so when Taylor tours, he, he does a lot of just touring around the United States. So when, um, before Ezra really, up until he was about five, we really just toured constantly. So I was jumping off the bus and, you know, we had to get off the bus because we were too tight. And so we would jump out and, and go explore these cities. And that's really what started getting me loving the idea of just getting out and learning with the kids. And so we saw lots of cities and did that kind of thing. Now on the blog, I, I try to also really highlight Tulsa, our hometown. Um, I've sort of enjoyed using that as a platform to to tell um, people who may not know much about Tulsa what some of the special things we have here. So, yeah. Absolutely. And Jimmy is an offensive Texan, and so he rags on Oklahoma all the time. I don't. And so if anyone— I don't do that. If anyone needs your blog, it's Jimbo. I really uh, do. Because there's fantastic things in Oklahoma. Absolutely. I lived in Oklahoma. I've, I lived in <laughs> Holdenville, Oklahoma. Do you know where Holdenville is? No, I don't know enough of the little towns. Where is that? Just outside of Wewoka. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> so is that really a town? We woke up. We woke up. Yeah, that's where I'd go to play oh, golf my with goodness. my dad. Is we woke up uh, near Ada? Okay, now Ada, is I've heard Ada of. Ada ring a bell? Yes, yes. Uh, so I don't rag on Oklahoma all the time. Um, well, that's good because it's a very then, nice place. <laughs> oh, absolutely, it is. Now then, with when a lot of parents, and we got a ton of young parents that listen. A lot of those parents, and all parents really, many times would rather gargle shards of glass than travel with children. 
and everything that comes with that. What w- what would be some pointers for you when you know, when you think about you know traveling with kids, um, so that this learning experience can be, you know, a fun thing? Sure. Um, yeah. Well, I you know I think part of why that's that's part of our flow as a family and why it comes naturally to us is. Um, when Ezra was born, we we were young, and Taylor was full speed ahead, and so we really didn't have the option of, you know, this is how we're sort of slowing down, we're having children. You know, we both really felt like what Taylor was doing and his work and keeping up that pace of life was important to both of us, and so that forced us to just sort of, I always say, we threw Ezra on our back, and, and we just headed out the door, and, and that's how we learned to be parents, was just to keep rolling. And um, there were just so many blessings in, in, in that life and just experiencing those things with your child. And, you know, I always remind people, hey, you're leaving your laundry. You're leaving looking at your kitchen sink all the time. Just get out the door. And really, just it just opens up your eyes. And, and also, another great thing about traveling is I remind people, you make great memories. Because when you tend to take yourself out of the day-to-day, um, you tend to remember those ages and times a little more clearly when you're in a different setting. So. I think it's worth the extra push to get out there. Absolutely. Now, you've mentioned Ezra a couple of times. You have four other kids. Can you kind of tell us about their names and ages and a little bit about parenting five? <laughs> sure. So Ezra is our oldest. He's about to turn 14. Um, Penelope is our daughter. She's 11. River is 10. Uh, Vigo is 7. And then Wilhelmina is our baby. She's 4. That is quite the age gap. Vigo Hansen. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that I is a strong, I didn't that is think, a strong name. <laughs> um, so what is it like parenting five? I mean, it's got to be crazy. There's got to be a lot of laughter. I mean, just tell us a little bit about the challenges of parenting five personalities. Yeah, it's a, it's an adventure. It's nonstop uh, excitement and love. So, yeah, it's, it's just it's just a lot, a lot of everything. Um, <laughs> I grew up in a family with just two children, and it was great, and everything was wonderful. And I don't think I even knew a family with more than three children growing up. And um, when I met Taylor's, Taylor and I saw his big family, I don't know if I thought anything at first, but I remember very, very clearly I'd come to Tulsa to visit. We'd been dating for about a year, and I was sitting in the kitchen, his big family kitchen, and I was watching his sisters, three sisters, just cooking and chatting, and the brothers were running through and doing this and that, but everybody was just sort of enjoying each other. They were working together and they were enjoying each other. And it just was like a light went off. I just like, I want that. I want that chaos. I want that, you know, back and forth. I want those relationships. So now I've got it. (laughs) And you went above and beyond the call of duty and you don't ship them out for school. You're homeschooling, correct? (laughs) I'm actually taking a break this year. So I I put them back in school and actually because I'm, doing some of my own, getting back to my own education, kind of inspired by the time I've spent with the kids. So we're kind of segueing to a new season. But yeah, I, I, I've spent quite a bit of time homeschooling, and I'm such an advocate and, and so love all that that can offer. And I really feel passionate about the freedom to be able to choose that for your family. It's just really yeah, can so be a Tell us a kind blessing. of a, yeah. about the positives of homeschooling. Yeah, absolutely. I think for our family, and when we started, it was school. We felt like school was the boss of us, we always say. (laughs) And, uh, you know, Taylor is, he's more than full-time with the traveling and all that he does. And it was becoming a little bit too push and pull for us with being committed and 
and him being away. So we, we, you know, had, we took everybody home and we um, experienced a lot more freedom, but more than that, it really, I would say, I think maybe I learned, have learned more than the children, although I hope they've learned some things too, but just um, the freedom to be yourself, the freedom to pursue what you're passionate about, um, the freedom to put school to the side and, and make family a priority has always been really important mm-hmm. to us. So even though they're back in school this year, I still, I still try to tell the kids, they're, you know, we want to be respectful, but school is not the boss of us. Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. And so what, obviously, challenges would ensue also with, for all the benefits, there's a lot of challenges for homeschooling as well. Kind of discuss some of those that y'all felt um, and how did you kind of overcome them? Well, when I brought it first brought everybody home, you kind of, you just, there's a big learning curve in just, in just sitting down and really realizing everybody learns differently everybody's at a different place. And so just learning how to handle five students and really give them all your, you know, everything you've got. And then also on top of that, how do you manage your marriage and your house and all of those things and keep those things in perspective? I think there was a lot of, of learning that went on with those things. Well, you've got a husband that's traveling a ton. You have not one or two kids, but five and if you talk to, to Julie Lyle's car, she would tell you that you're being lackadaisical just having five. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who couldn't have just five? Uh, but you have five kids, a husband that travels, and, and up until just recently homeschooling. How in the world did you and your husband find enough time to just remember each other's names? Much less really kind of focus on the marriage. Yeah, that is always a challenge. I think always. And um, the truth is, Taylor and I both, that is the most, that is a really a guiding principle for us. So I always say we, we definitely, our, our goals and our, our being together and our being a marriage is always most important. That's why when I say things like school, not the boss of us, we really try to live Mm -hmm. that out. We really try to, to, um, love our kids, but as far as their, their things, that's second, that's second to us. And so, um, that's how we, we make it happen. And I'll, I'll very because we were traveling so early on, I say, we really set up some patterns that I think have really helped us in later years. So if something comes up and I'm able to maybe leave the kids for a couple of days and go with him, I always try and do that. Even if it's difficult, I always try and get out because, yeah. um, that's that's who we are, and that's really the most important thing that holds it, all the rest of it together. So well, and I think it's so encouraging to the kids to be able to to you know to see mom and dad desiring each other, and you know putting their relationship at a high priority. I mean, I just think that's one of the greatest gifts you can give your kids. Absolutely. You've said several times that school is not the boss of y'all. And if there is, you know, there's a handful of things that I want any parent that comes into our office to understand that school is not that important. You know, we have a lot of, and don't hear me say it's not, it's important, but it's not that important. We have so many kids that are in for suicidal thoughts because of educational pressures. Um, So I think, you know, labeling that, Jimmy always says labeling that on your frontal lobe, you know, parents grasping and taking that to heart that school shouldn't be the boss of your family is fantastic. So if you could speak a word or two of encouragement to families that might be struggling with the pressure of education, what would you say to them? 
I would say don't be afraid to step outside of the box. Don't be afraid to define what your family needs and to step away from what society tells you you need. Um, I just, you know, there's so many ways to learn and school and the way they do it is just one way. And I would also say that I really feel, and I really learned this through our years homeschooling, you are really your child's primary teacher in those early years, no matter what, what you're giving them is really the it's, most it's important. Anyway, yeah. And, and so you, it's, it's great when you can get great support, great teachers can be great, but you really need to be looking at your child and, and making sure they're getting what they need. And, and like I said, just don't be afraid to take a leap of faith. And if you feel like you see the light go out in your child's eyes, don't be afraid to take a step back because yes. you are responsible for that. And you know that light better than anyone else. I mean, so many parents need to hear that. Very That's nice. fantastic. Thank Have you, you ever so thought much. of blogging about something other than just traveling with your kids? You got a lot of good <laughs> things to say. You know, sometimes I, I want to do lots more and I may, I may in the future expand, but part of why I've been specific with the blogging has to do with it, with our privacy. And I've, I've wanted to, sure. to engage with people and, and give a taste of who we are and really connect with like-minded people. And that's really fun. Um, but I also, um, very carefully, very slowly, you know, watch those boundaries with the children and their lives and who they are, um, to, to make sure that I'm sharing something that they'll be proud of. That's not, that's not putting in a place they can't get out of that kind of thing. So. Absolutely. And I'm thinking, I'm really hoping that Josh with his young kids is, is listening because he's going to need to prepare for the massive fandom that comes with paradox. <laughs> uh, I'm sure the following we have with this podcast is very similar uh, to what Taylor's having to go through. So hopefully Josh can learn. Uh, he's being ridiculous. <laughs> watch out. Watch out. <laughs> Uh, well, guys, if you want more information about Natalie, uh, go to her blog at natonthewall.com. You can also find her on Twitter. It's Nat on the Wall. And then Instagram is real Nat on the Wall. Natalie, thank you so, thank so you very so much. Thank you so very much. Thank you for having me. Guys, go to Nat on the Wall. I would love she to was read super her. sweet. Isn't she, though? Good Lord. Um, yeah, and just checking out and preparing for this interview, checking out the blog, um, it's great. Uh, you know, she has photos of all the different, and I love the educational expeditions. Because mm -hmm. I often, if I'm doing social media with my kids, it's when we're eating ice cream and other stuff like that. So, uh, so you carbo-load expeditions. That's what you have. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. I need to start a... A blog about hey, that. Hey, kids, it's called Calories. But I Bring love, them on. she hit it on the very, at the very, very end. She said, in, in speaking about school not being the boss, she said, if you see the light go out in yeah. your children's eyes. Yeah. So many kids we see, whether it's school, whether it's their social life, or how they're treated within the home. The, the light, light has gone out. Yeah, yeah, it just it dims and it 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 it, it is erased. And she said, "You're the primary. I forget exactly her verbiage, but the primary person responsible for that light." Um, and so, taking a step back, taking a big breath with your kids, because our kids they only feel the stress of the situation. They haven't lived enough years to connect the stress with that. There's hope at the end Future of the tunnel. Gain, right? yeah. yeah. And so we have to help connect those dots for them. Um, and it starts with uh, seeing and acknowledging that light going out, and then coming alongside of them and teaching them to take a big breath and that there's hope. You know, we did talk to Julie Lyle's car you know, a few weeks ago with the, the, her new book, Raising an Original. 
I think it's sad that Natalie's bringing up five identical children that are not going to be different from each other whatsoever. <laughs> Unless, do you think she's read it? <laughs> of course she's read it. Okay. So maybe they'll be original as they well. They will definitely be original. Yeah. Because without reading that book, our kids are clones. Let's just face it. <laughs> uh, the homeschooling piece. Um, she also said that when, when her first was born, Ezra, that they just kind of packed him up and they just took him on the road. And we just, she said, kept rolling as a family. That's so key because we, we have these kids and they might be problem or not problem, but they can become the thing within the family. Mm-hmm. Um, they can control the emotional atmosphere within the, in the home. But whatever our situation is with our kids, we've just got to keep rolling because the family unit is more when important. When she was talking about that, I just thought of us up at grad school in Fort Worth, you know, with two little babies and one more on the way. And married at 20, first child at 21, and we did. I mean, when she was saying that, I was going, gosh, that's... Kept rolling. You just threw the baby on your back, and then when the next one came, you threw the other one on your back. When Lindsay got here, everything pretty much shut down. Three, you you just start lugging stuff. There's just too much stuff to lug around. They seem to do it with five. They do. Hmm. She's a better person than you. Uh, but she has nannies. You Guys, think she has if you, nannies? If you want more information about this episode, as well as links to uh, to Natalie's blog, go to uh, paradoxpodcast.com. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It's Doc's Podcast. You can find me on those three platforms at Doc Josh Myers. On Facebook, it's Dr. Jimmy Myers. And on Twitter and Instagram, at J Myers Fan. Guys, have a good day. Thank you. Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. and researched by Dr. Jimmy and Dr. Josh Myers. Special thanks to Life Austin Church in Austin, Texas, and our Paradox evangelist, Julie Lyles Gar. To find out more about the Paradox and to sign up for email updates, go to our website, paradoxpodcast.com. Next time on Paradox. We really want our women to be wild and free. Um, that your wife and her most vibrant self um, is not only the best thing for her and the best thing for the kingdom of God, but it's also really the best thing for you. Um, It's the best thing for your family.